Welcome to Episode 2 in our special series on Ministries of the Hong Kong Church. In this program, we'll be examining what churches are doing for refugees and asylum seekers in the city. I'm your host, Judy Chan. I've been a mission co-worker at Hong Kong Christian Council since 1994. I'm here sponsored by Global Ministries and Presbyterian World Mission. Hong Kong has a long history with refugees and people seeking asylum. Many Hong Kongers today were refugees themselves or descendants of refugees from mainland China. They fled over the border into colonial Hong Kong during times of civil unrest. Then, in the 70s and 80s, the city was a port of first asylum for almost 200,000 refugees fleeing conflict in Indochina. But what about now? Are there still people seeking asylum in Hong Kong? If so, where do they come from? Why did they come here? And what happens to them after they arrive? To answer these questions and more, Let's talk with someone who's experienced all this firsthand. We have with us today Mr. M.A. He's a UN-recognized refugee living in Hong Kong and working at an NGO called Christian Action. Thank you, M.A., for joining us. Yes, thank you, Judy, for having me. Now, let's start with the basics. Who is a refugee, and why do they come to Hong Kong? Thank you for this question. As uh, The term refugee is really a confusing term. So, who is a refugee? A refugee is somebody who is outside from his or her own country because that person has a well-founded fear to be persecuted because of his religion, his race, his nationality, his political opinion, or his social status. Mm -hmm. So in short... Why do I say that's a confusing term? Basically, a refugee is somebody who has been granted a refugee status. So when you're still under process to be granted refugee status, you are still seeking asylum. So you are an asylum seeker. You are not yet a refugee. Okay, now that's helpful. So you have a refugee who has a UN status. Then you have asylum seekers or people who are seeking asylum but don't have status yet. And then you could have internally displaced people or people who are, have not left their own country but they've moved to a different part, yes. also seeking safety and protection. You Is that right? You are right. You are right. Okay, so in... Tell us something about the situation in Hong Kong then. Um, how many refugees or people seeking asylum do we have here and where do they come from? Let's talk about why do they come to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So all what refugees are looking for is safety. 
is Hong Kong a safe place? The answer is yes. That's one of the reasons people are coming to seek asylum in Hong Kong. Then, if you are fleeing your country because of the five reasons I just stated, do you have time to apply for a visa to go to US or Canada? The answer is no. So what you do, you either cross the border or you look for a place where you don't need visa to enter. And for some countries, Hong Kong is one of those countries that people who are seeking asylum uh, do not, are not required to get a visa before they enter Hong Kong. So people seeking asylum sometimes make a very quick escape. Exactly. And so Hong Kong uh, has a fairly open border, so it's easy to, to get here and it's seen as a pretty safe place to be. Exactly. Exactly. So, back to your question, how many do we have here? In general, refugees and asylum seekers in Hong Kong are around 11,000. 11,000? 11,000. Most of the refugees and asylum seekers in Hong Kong come from South and Southeast Asia. Okay, this side of the world. Yes. So the rest come from Africa, Middle East, and South America. That's helpful. Emmett, you are a refugee, and can you tell us briefly something about your own experience when you came to Hong Kong? Oh, when I arrived in Hong Kong, I landed in a, uh, at a Hong Kong International Airport. Uh-huh. So I was expecting love, care, following actually what I have been through. But most importantly, I was expecting understanding. But as soon as I approached the immigration department to apply for international protection, I was disappointed at the first. In fact, the first welcome I got was, gentlemen, you are arrested. So I was detained for five days. Where? At At, At the airport? At the airport. So you're not even allowed to enter Hong Kong yet? No. So during these five days, those were the hardest time in my life. Five days without shower, in a freezing room, waking up every 10 minutes, of course, in addition of not knowing what's going on in my family after I left. Thankfully, I was granted international protection and therefore I was permitted to enter Hong Kong on 5th July 2004. So I went to United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees office where I got some instructions on how I should behave and that I was not allowed to work. So during this time, my life was just eating and sleeping, as it is for most of the refugees here till now. Eating and sleeping, eating and sleeping, no means of support or knowing about what happened to your family and feeling very unwelcome 
here in this city. Exactly. What a tough experience. Now, as far as I know, Hong Kong has not signed a refugee convention. So that means that refugees are not allowed to settle here permanently. And they're uh, are not allowed to work as well. But you were the first refugee in this generation who got permission to work in the city. And how did that happen? Yes, you are right, uh, Reverend Judy. Usually, when a person is recognized as a refugee, he or she is not allowed to settle permanently in Hong Kong. So, United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees will then look for a third country to send those successful claimant cases, mm -hmm. which was the case for me. However, after five wasted years, that means 2009, with the help of human rights lawyers, we decided to bring the government to court. Wow. And we decided to apply for right to stay and right to work in Hong Kong. It was a long journey. We went all the way until the highest court in Hong Kong, the Court of Final Appeal, where I was granted discretionary permission to take up employment in Hong Kong, which is different from right to work. That was in 2013. And Praise God, that opened the door for other refugees, recognized refugees, to be able to make use of their own skills and be able to work in Hong Kong. Now, in terms of your working, you've been associated with the NGO Christian Action for a long time in their Center for Refugees. So can you tell us uh, what the center does, uh, how it helps people seeking asylum, and what's been your role there? Christian Action, through its Center for Refugees, its mission is to offer a home far from home. Of course, feeding in welfare, social, and psychological gaps. In other words, Hong Kong government is providing assistance to refugees and asylum seekers, which is about 60% of human being needs. So our mission at Christian Action is to cover the rest in providing. The other 50%. Yes. Exactly, the other 40%. In providing basic necessities, to name few, such as cooking materials, clothes, toiletries, food, and so on, to ensure that they are empowered for the future by providing different educational and training classes at all ages, and to ensure that their well-being and mental states are stable by providing counseling sessions, sports activities, and outings. And finally, we advocate for them. 
that is my role at the Center for Refugees as a community outreach coordinator. My aim is to educate the community, local and international, in order to raise, first, understanding of the refugee issues, because I believe in order to help someone, you need to know more about him or her. And the second focus is to raise funds for the center. Now, I know that there's a, a group called the Refugee, Hong Kong Refugee Ministry Group. Could you tell us more about that, maybe how the churches are involved? Oh, yes. Thankfully, we have churches. Hmm. We rely on donations only. That means the church part is very, very crucial in our journey. Churches are supporting us financially. They are offering us venues and volunteers for our activities. And they are actually contributing to donations in kind, such as Wintercross Drive and electro electronic uh, items drive. Yes, I may say the most needed help, of course, is spiritual support in addition of the financial support. Wow, I'm really glad to hear that and to know that you're working in partnership I think, with uh, churches, with people of goodwill from all aspects of life, and your outreach work has really touched the whole community. So, Amen. Refugee ministry is hard work. Being a refugee is hard. And has there been any Bible verse or passage that's been particularly meaningful to you? Let me say, first of all, for us Christian, we should know that as state administration is based on the Constitution, our guidelines are in our Bibles. We know that the breach of constitution is jail sentence, while the breach of our Bible is found in Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 36. It said, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Meaning... What have you done or are you doing to God's sons and daughters in need who are around you? 
What have you done or are you doing to your neighbors in need? Oh, thank you. That's very meaningful. So, in closing, is there anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, I'd like to share this message as we talk about refugees. As per my experience as a refugee, of course, I do not wish to anyone to be a refugee. But unfortunately, within the current world political environment, to become a refugee is likely to happen to anyone at any time. So it is everyone's moral duty to help refugees as good deed will always come back to you. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mr. Emmett of Christian Action and Hong Kong Christian Council. If you'd like more information about refugee ministry, you can go to the website christian-action.org.hk or email hkcc at hkcc.org.hk. Again, the website christian-action.org.hk or email hkcc at hkcc.org.hk. Thanks for listening, and join us for the next episode of Ministries of the Hong Kong Church. We'll be talking about the Council's work in the area of eco-concern and creation care. God bless.